friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode... Yeah. You're listening to episode 62 of Dungeons... Dinings. And dorks. Thank you. Dorks. Okay. Because we're dorks. Calm down, Edwin. Edwin just gets so excited to record. Dorks. And dorks, well, yes. it sounds like you're very excited over something. Yeah, Edwin, what are you so excited about? Tell us what are you're we so excited. We're already here? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean we're oh. already here? Are we already, we're already like, going? Yes, well, you were still stuck on being excited about the word dorks. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I was, you know, I, okay, so last last week I was talking to my buddy Kevs. I think he listens to the show. Hey, Kevs. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about retro gaming and apparently he's a big retro gamer. And so so there was this one store in he told me about the store in Shakopee called High Score Games, which is high score. It's an H-I-G-H score, right? And okay. I've heard of high score because because I think there used to be one that we lived near mm. in um, when I, we were living in like in the east part of, of the cities. Um, and I remember that they were all about retro games. They're kind of like a GameStop, but for retro games. Like we're talking about Nintendo's, Atari's, Genesis, yeah. and all that, all the all the rest. <clears throat> so. I went to high score and may have spent a little too much than I wanted to, <laughs> but long story short, I was talking to the guy and he told me that it is actually fairly simple to fix a Nintendo, which gave me the idea, hey, Angela's got a Nintendo, right? That's in pieces. Like it literally was in pieces. We kind of took it apart to try to figure out what was, wrong, what was with wrong with it. And I found out that a pin was broken on it. So you couldn't, I mean, it'll give you the, the pink, white, pink, white, pink, white, whatever, hmm. you know, screen of death. And I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos and I found out how to fix a Nintendo. So what do I do? I start going and buying parts. I had to play replace a couple of things. One of them was a the the bar um, socket, the where the cartridge goes in, right? And I had to replace one of the capacitors in the on the board. And mm-hmm. the long story short it works it freaking works i was playing final fantasy before dinner time yeah on sunday it was it was great not just any final fantasy the original the original final fantasy it was very exciting yes i was playing red razor i was playing uh what else was i going at going after uh link to the past no not link to the past but Zelda? Adventures of Link. The Adventures of Link? Yep. Okay. Start playing that. <laughs> but, holy crap, I am so 
I'm back in retro gaming for some crazy odd reason. <laughs> While everybody's playing their fancy PlayStation 5, all shiny and new, playing whatever's, right? He's cleaning up a Nintendo. <laughs> I'm cleaning up a Nintendo. And we also got a... We, also, we went to high school. And we, we got a Super Nintendo. A Super Nintendo. Nice. Because I have all these Super Nintendo games, including Secret of Mana, which I have never finished. And I have no excuse because I still have the strategy guide and I have the original game cartridge, which is pretty much, I heard, is really hard to find these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's I'm really excited. It's all hooked up. It's all cool. I feel like every time I stare at one part of my my family alarm, it sort of takes me back to 1990. <laughs> 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 so, yes, I am excited. I I um I am very very excited. I've got pretty much all the consoles I ever wanted. <laughs> um, I've I gotta so play some some you, old Mickey Mouse capades. Yeah, so all you bougie PlayStation Five people out there. Plays of Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. I'm really wanting He's... to get a CRT monitor because I want to play Duck Hunt. We have the light gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the light gun. <laughs> we just need to get a CRT monitor. But anyways, that's what I've been doing for the past week. I haven't been doing pretty much. I've been just playing, um, playing retro games. <laughs> and I just want to... I just want to say I kind of like the picture that you posted on your Instagram about it. It's kind, of, it's kind of very artistic. Yeah, it looks <laughs> a lot of pieces. It's like a lot of pieces. Yeah, actually, it was kind of funny during during work today. I was showing these 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 pictures, right? And I mm -hmm. showed them and go, guess what system this is, right? Just by the picture and the board and everything. It was really interesting that the people who grew up with a Nintendo, the NES, knew exactly what it was. And the people who weren't even born when that was out took a while for it to figure it out. But as soon as they found out it was an NES, they were kind of like, they were, they, were, they were like, oh my gosh, like, you still have one of those things? Like, it's working? Do you have to blow in it? <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we don't have to blow in it because it's a brand new reader. It's a brand new socket. So, mm -hmm. anyways, that's what I've been doing. Um, whose turn is it, Angela? What have you been doing? Oh gosh, I've been working a lot, and I found a YouTube Shorts channel that I like. Um, like, I occasionally watch just random YouTube channels. Like, there's there's one. Um, Anne Reardon, How to Cook That, uh, I think that's what her channel is called. Um, there's one that's, that's, um, Google Translates, and I found this YouTube Shorts channel, uh, by a guy called Adrian, Adrian Bliss, and they are just ridiculous little skits that he does all himself. YouTube Shorts is like... That's like TikTok, isn't it? Yeah, that's like TikTok. It's like TikTok? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook has their own... Their own thing. Yep. One their minute videos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but these these are just 
like ridiculous little skits and one of them is like Leonardo da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa and the most the Mona Lisa is complaining about how she's being painted and he's like but I, I'm the one painting you and the Mona Lisa just walks out like yeah okay yeah bye I'm gonna find another artist <laughs> <laughs> and there's one um um uh, like germs in the mouth like all right what, what's your business here that what's your reason for being here in the mouth uh, pleasure. Uh, you know, you you look like a virus. No, I'm I'm not a virus. Like, I'm I'm afraid we're going to have to kill you. But I I don't want to go. I'll I'll just I'll just leave and never come back. Like, uh, you'll just have to go with those white blood cells over there. And <laughs> they're really ridiculous skits, and I I am enjoying them much more than I really should. Wow. That there's. There's a lot of ridiculousness, um, including, like, Abraham Lincoln does not want to go to a play. <laughs> I wonder why. Don't have to. <laughs> What's the play? Rent. Ah! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the, his, his costumes are just ridiculous and cheap. Well, I don't know if they're actually cheap, but they're just not well-fitting in the... Like... The beard is, you can tell the beard is actually a, just a black face mask just strapped to his chin. <laughs> it's, the costume is, it, there's just so much ridiculousness about it. I just can't help but love those short videos. Um, and speaking of YouTube, uh, Graveyard Tapes now has a YouTube channel and, and they're working on getting all the episodes put up on YouTube. Nice. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good, and they're gonna work on getting transcripts so that those who are are hearing impaired can follow along. Like they can, if they do have minimal hearing, they can listen to the sound effects. They can listen to what's going on, but they also have they'll also have the transcripts so they can read what's going on and not oh, have like to, subtitles. Yeah, it's like subtitles for your ears. Yeah. It's like yeah. Bang! Door shuts. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pam. Yes. What have you been up to? I've been watching stuff again. So, <laughs> besides uh, the Great British Breaking uh, show, I've started watching Samurai Jack. Samurai and Jack? Guys... That's one show I've never watched in my life. Okay, so it's not just me. So that, uh, That's my Cartoon Network. My really into it. And it, I think it started off as a kid's show. But as it progressed, it, like, got... It's an Adult Swim show, isn't it? It it's it, it, it ended as an Adult Swim, but it didn't start as an Adult Swim. Uh, I think it started, like, in Cartoon Network. I'm not quite sure about that. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, so I'm... Just, and I was just told that this was going to be a very excellent show. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'm still... I think I'm still... It's either season one or season two. It's still kind of kitty. Oh yeah. But I was told <laughs> that you had I had to wait it out. It gets better. I'm like, okay, fine. And I just have to say, a coup for him being supposedly a bad character, I can't take seriously. What? I, just, I can't take so, Aku seriously. He's so supposed to be a baddie. So who's a coup? Because I've never seen I've never seen Shlomo Raja. I've seen commercials of it 
way back when on Cartoon Network. And that's about it. Yeah. In Adult Swim. So. Yeah, and it's supposed to mimic the... What was it? The, is it the Kabuki uh, Theater? Okay. The Japanese puppet? Yeah, yeah. Well, It's not really a puppet, but it's a theatrical uh, presentation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's supposed to mimic, like, the bad guy. <coughs> he's supposed to mimic the bad guy uh, of, like, that theater. I think it just turns out to be, like, the comedy relief. Especially with that <laughs> stupid smile. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I like the voice actor on it. Who's who is an Asian uh on it. And also, if anyone so I am a sucker for uh British like British monarchy drama. The Crown. The Crown, uh Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. And the latest one, um, um, if you have Hulu and you heard of the Great yep. supposed Yeah. Season two is coming out, I believe, November nineteenth. No, the Great is about Catherine the Great. Catherine the yeah. Great. Was yeah. she British? I, th- I think she was actually she Russian. She was Russian. Yeah. I think so? she was the last Empress of Russian. Well, I thought you were into British monarchy. Oh, monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Extra kudos if it's a queen. Extra kudos. But this is supposed to be like a very raunchy, like parody of it. So it's not okay. for kids. But it's found on Hulu. It's called The Great. It has the dude that played... <gasps> um, Tolkien. Sorry. I think. Tolkien? He's also He also played... Um, I think it was the Beast in the new X-Men. I don't know if that I have rings no the bell. Oh, hold on. <laughs> You know, sometimes oh, I forget. Sometimes I forget we have this thing called the internet. <laughs> um, yep, and Catherine is being played by one of the uh, um, the great, the great, yep, the great, Elle Fanning. So Ooh. it stars Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yes. Okay. The great twenty twenty TV series. The great. Oh wow! Look at this. What? It's like okay. If I wasn't, if I didn't know this was Russian, I would have said like, oh, they're doing a uh, they're doing a show about Louis the Sixteenth or something. Because what? Yeah, because look at the dress. It's like frilly, like bougie, very velvety. You just like <laughs> you just like using the word bougie. It is bougie. <laughs> Uh, More like historical. Yeah, but and definitely. of course it's royalty. Of course it's gonna be fancy. Yeah. It's like so. Yeah, those are the two. The those are what I've been doing so far. That's not you know work, dandy, or sleep. <laughs> work, dandy, or sleep. <laughs> yes. By the way, I am joining another D and D campaign. Yes, I created a new character. Oh my god. We'll see how long this character lasts. <laughs> Do. You, Guys, am I the only me. one? Am I the only one ask, that that ask is, what type of character that I I made? Ask. ask? Somebody ask. Um, ask me. a Tell bard. Me about it. What did you say? A bard. No, no, I didn't want to go. A did you make a fighter? Black no. mage. Did you make a paladin? 
No, I'm breaking away from that. Okay. Um, it is a non-caster. So not a wizard. A I didn't want to deal with spells. A hunter. Spells are... Spells are... Huh? A hunter. No. You know, for, for the worst... For the worst uh, okay. character... Should I just say? What? Should I just say it? Yes. A halfling barbarian. Yes! <laughs> wow. Angry halflings. Why do I think you want to know her name? Please. Her name is Chi Chi. <laughs> uh, I was like, I picture like, I picture like, like a mouse. It's, it's so it's kind of a play on it. Chi I named her Chi Chi because of two reasons. One, she, when she rages, she just becomes a chihuahua. And, <coughs> and two, um, like her fighting style, I envision like Chi Chi from Dragon Ball. Yes. Okay. Like she will be nice, you know. But when she rages, like watch out. <laughs> she will knock you down. <laughs> I like it's just like that's just what? I don't know. It's just a it's it's just like the satirical juxtaposition that I just have in my head, but like small <laughs> little thing, and like with a big freaking axe or something or. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, swing it around. I think, I think, I think, I think I chose a flail. A flail. <laughs> okay. That hurts more. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. And I might have gotten <clears throat> some help from the dice gods. <laughs> oh really? When you Maybe. rolled your when you rolled your stats. I rolled for everything. You rolled for everything. I rolled for the class. I rolled for the race. Nice. And I rolled for the stats too. That's how we. Um, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yes. Enough about me. Um, uh, there was one more thing you wanted to yes, mention, Edwin. Um, so last Friday, I went to go see, and I feel so bad about this because I didn't. This is the first one, and probably the last one I'll see of my nephew. Um. Be in a musical because he will uh mama mia was was uh was uh being pro uh produced at um shakopee high school and my air uh my nephew aaron had one of the starring roles so mm -hmm. he played the the pierce brosnan character in the movie mama mia Wow, I'm, I don't. I I would okay. need to rewatch it. I don't remember which one. He was like the, the three guys. He was like the architect, <laughs> dude. Uh, and um, okay. Anyways, it was good. He did a fabulous job, Aaron. I uh, the musical singing and uh, musical singing and dancing definitely runs in you know has run towards your traits definitely because it made me miss. Um, being in musicals when I was in high school, and and Aaron and his brother Josh and I were the only ones to ever be in musicals in high school in my family. So I was very very proud. <laughs> I was very, as an uncle, I was very very proud. He did a very That's very cool. good job, and he was he had quite literally probably the best singing voice in the entire group <laughs> in the entire musical. Um. But yeah, it was great. 
And you know, that's you know, that's quite interesting, Edwin, hearing you talk about how you were in a high school musical. I was yet in several. You can't you <laughs> can't watch musicals on screen. I yes, I can't I have a tough time watching musicals on screen. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I I liked acting in musicals, even <clears throat> even in um, the very showy and dancey kind, definitely, <laughs> you know. But for some reason, I just I have a tough time watching. It's just I don't know. I think it's just it feels like a little a little bit hokey to me. But but at the same time, I will watch musicals live. I really like watching musicals live, like in a the theater. I will agree with you that watching musicals on stage is a heck of a it's different a of experience a than watching it on screen. Yeah. I do agree that it if you watch musical, it's best to view it on stage because the music just pops out more. Yeah. Instead of blending in with the picture, if that makes any sense. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like, what is it? Like, I remember when... I never really liked Sound of Music all that much, you know? But then when we went to go see Sound of Music at the Ordway, mm -hmm. that was really, really good. And it's the same thing when I went to go see Tommy, you know, and... You know, like all these, you know, it, and like all the musicals I've been and I've watched... I just like it better. I don't know if it's just the atmosphere, but maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because, like, when you're in an actual theater watching it being performed live, there's definitely a particular energy to it. Yeah, sounds better. It's a live <laughs> band want, playing, live orchestra. If you it's want, Edwin, like. this could be covered in a, another podcast because I view. I think that this could. We could go into further detail on how live audience, uh, like a live production of something, is so different than like a through a recording. Yeah. Even though it is recorded live. Yeah. It's still a different experience, and we could just go into that and and other things because it also it it it's it's true for operas. It's true for concerts. <clears throat> yeah. And it's true for just plays in general, even improv. Yeah. So I miss that. I really <laughs> miss that, especially like during the time, you know, during COVID right now. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, missed, yeah. I missed that, that whole thing. But, anyways, Aaron, good job. Very proud of you, dude. And, um, hope I, I hope, um, that, you know, your future performances will be awesome. I know you're going over to, I think he's he's sort of like doing the whole choir thing that that my brother and I sort of attempted when we were kids, so it'll be good. Anyways, um, let's go on to, and if I can actually pull this up. Yeah. Because um, you have a thing you want to talk about, so we got to shut up and listen. Yeah, except for my son's on. That is. is the purpose of this meeting, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay. So, I'm going to play this. Okay, what's that one for? 
so dramatic. Because this is very dramatic. <clears throat> Wizard Unite is gonna get killed off. And I don't know how many how many okay, I know Pam played it. Angela Oh and you did. <laughs> I played it. I still remember Angela and I walking around near our on the on the um the trails near our place going for gems and everything. Or not gems, what are they? Like the the towers the towers and everything right you know and the stops and i got into it i liked it and then we fizzled and we fizzled because nothing new was coming out even even with the dlcs <laughs> it's just like ooh ah uh, it's still the same thing it is i it could have been better they could have. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they could have done like, like wizard battles or whatever. Wizard, you know, wizard duels. Or, wizard duels. I think. I think they should have done like more community events. Maybe that community would have events. helped. Yeah, but I felt like Niantic sort of took it as like a secondary thing. I really uh, felt like it took a backseat to Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is, is still going. going. Strong. Yeah, yeah, that that is their. That's probably their biggest money maker right now. Yeah. And is it is it is it the same? Under the same umbrella company? It's in the same, yeah, Niantic but made both. And Niantic, here's the thing, right? And I have a feeling, and this is just my speculation, this is I have nothing to really back this up with, but it's almost like Nintendo went up to Niantic and said, Hey, we have this other um na- other franchise Pikmin. And if you concentrate on that too, along with Pokemon, right? We'll give you like a sweet deal <laughs> or something, right? So what do they do? They're just like, okay, Wizard Knight, we're gonna we're gonna kill off Wizard Knight because we want to concentrate on, on this other Nintendo Nintendo name. I just feel like is Niantic just becoming like just Nintendo at this point on mobile. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm feeling like, like, because right now they only have three games: Ingress, right, mm-hmm. which is the original one. That's like that was like their test bed for this whole like AR thing. Yeah. And then, and they've got Pokemon Nintendo, and now they've got Pikmin, which just got released like what, like a week ago or something. So. It's like, I feel like it's, you know, it's, you know, they had to, like, kill something and they killed that one. You know? Yeah. But, I, did, could, I mean, they they could have made it better, but instead they sort of decided just to kill it off. Well, I think it didn't help that there's kind of controversy around the Harry Potter franchise right now, so... I yeah. think I was just I was just comparing Wizards Unite to like Pokemon. Pokemon has more like a collect like a collecting vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the more you get, the more of a reward you're thinking. With Wizards, like or Harry Potter in general, there's nothing really to collect or to en- or to enhance. Yeah, they've I felt like I just felt like Pokemon to me was 
Pokemon to me was like, you know, like it had like a natural collecting thing, right? Because that's that's all that's yeah. what Pokemon's all about. You collect Pokemon and you battle them out, right? Mm-hmm. And but they kept making that bigger and bigger and bigger. Because um, I, I don't know if you remember, like like in normal Pokemon, right? Like in like when the first when Pokemon Go came out, like like initially, there were the Pokestops, and they were the gyms. Right, mm-hmm. and that was it, and and so you went up, you know, collect the Pokemon. There was never like these huge like boss battle like like raids, raids or anything like that. Nothing like that in the beginning, right? The yeah. the gyms were just basically you just took over each other's gyms, which is basically what what Ingress was, right? Mm-hmm. If, if anybody's ever played Ingress. It's Pokemon Go without the Pokemons. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. basically what it is. I remember we were we were played we played Ingress mm-hmm. a while back, and because there was like a bunch of like, um, like um, what do they call it? Like the, like um, I can't like remember the territories, something like something that, like yeah. that. Like there was like a blue and there was a red, mm-hmm. and they just kept battling each other out trying to take over territory yeah and that's basically what pokemon is you're just taking over gyms yeah okay so it's almost like well then what was the point with with wizards unite i mean that without i don't think there was much competing i think what it was in wizards i think it was more like they had a story to it but I mean, I mean, there was like, like you could create spells. Yeah, I just remember you had to do like this, like, I just, I mean, I remember like when Wizards Unite to me was like, I felt like I was like taking. Remember like, like palm trios and how you would write on those. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was doing that like most <laughs> of the time, <laughs> like with the spells and everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? There was a collecting aspect to Wizards Unite. I think, like, if you collected certain creatures, like, it, you you complete the forest collection, or you complete the swamp collection, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it oh. wasn't as satisfactory, like, satisfaction, because once you, you, once you complete a collection, you're done. You're done. There's not much replay yeah. in it. So... <clears throat> And I know there it was, just became way too repetitive. Yeah, I know there was like dungeons and stuff like that. Like when you go to a tower, you would like go into like dungeons to battle um, out like Snape or something like that. Yeah, I know it's more of like a like a PVE. Yeah. Or something not really PVP. If there was PVP, I mean I I mean correct me, but I don't think there was much that if you want to duel somebody, yep. you could. I'm not quite sure, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> well, if anybody is still playing out there, you probably heard you have to spend all whatever in-game coins you have because you ain't getting it back. <laughs> There's no refunds. They're so, keeping it. <laughs> they're keeping it. So I don't know. I just feel like I hope I just hope that like these mobile games, especially these big ones, you know, I feel like I hope it doesn't turn out to be like how the you know network television industry is sort of treat, treating shows at this point where 
they'll just kick, you know, you invest your, yourself into these games, right? And let's face it, I'm sure there's people in who played United Wizards Unite, like has invent, invested money into the game. Where I completely hope that it doesn't this is doesn't become a trend. Because I can imagine I, I, I can imagine how many people would be so upset if like they decided like to get rid of Pokemon Go. If if it were to become a trend, <laughs> I think you'd find very quickly that the microtransactions quit working. The microtransaction yeah. model would, would quit working entirely if yeah. if if customers lose confidence that their game is still going to be around for a while. Yeah. So are you guys gonna try the Pikmin? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I might. I haven't decided yet because I never really got into that franchise when it was, you know, yeah. new. Yeah, I never got into it, so I'm like, what's this? <laughs> I don't know. I, right now, I did go back to Pokemon Go just as as leisurely as I am. You know? Usually but... with... Usually anything that's dealing with, like, a GPS, I'm not very active during the winter. Y yeah. Sorry, <laughs> because I just want to stay home. Yeah. It gets cold. It is. It does get but cold. You, Unless your see, home I is travel, like a natural spot or whatever. See, I travel. <laughs> I travel around for, uh, for my work. So there's there's a gym, pretty much close to or at like every place that I go to. So I'll just go or a stop. So I think I remember. It. I think I remember mm -hmm. when I was really heavily into Wizards Unite. Like they would always choose like community buildings, like the mail. The U.S. Postal Community Halls, they parks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think there was one that was very close to somebody's house that I would just park in front of and do my thing and just quickly go. We did that. We <laughs> did that plenty sure, of times. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I they noticed me like once in a while. I was like, what is she doing? There was, yeah. There's a church. There's a church on the other on, on in the next block over. Yep. down the road from where Angel and I live and there was a there's a Pokestop there, there was a there's a stop there for both Pokemon and for Wizards Unite there's also a stop just down the road where the trail entrance is and there's a stop there so Angel so and I would go to to the church and then do a do an about base go over to to the trailhead and then go home we did that like pretty much every day. Yeah, we we did that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I could I could just picture like diehard Niantic fans. They would have like all of it, like Ingress, Wizards Unite, Pokemon Go. They would go to the same spots and would spend hours there like... doing like each app. I feel like that's a lot of work. That is too much work, <laughs> and I refuse to do it. It's <laughs> like a whole lot of work. <laughs> Well, my husband was into Wizards Unite and Pokemon Go. Yeah. And he, I would always have to wait until he gets, you know, gets done with it. I'm just like, are you done? No, wait. I was <laughs> have to I hatch an egg. <laughs> I was into Pokemon Go for for a while. You know, in fact, I remember like bringing like a power pack with me with my what which phone <laughs> was that? It was a Evo 4G. And that thing would run out of power so quick because because Pokemon Go was a power hog, and we were like running yeah. around like yeah. Main Street, mm -hmm. like catching like Zubats and stuff. And 
<laughs> you know, I kind of stopped taking it really. When I found out that people were cheating in Pokemon Go, it kind of took off the flair for me. Like it kind of took off yeah. like a lot of the shine yeah. for me. You know. Yeah. And they're yeah. not. And the crazy thing is, the people who like they freely admit that they cheat. You know, you you look at like YouTube and you'll see how people actually play Pokemon Go. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like they carry multiple phones around with mm. different with a, with different accounts, and and they share accounts. So if they know a guy over at like, you know, in the other side of the world, who. Mm -hmm. You know, in the other side of the world, because there's, you know, Pokemons are, are different from, from region to region. They will share accounts so that they can get the Pokemons over there in, you know, in whatever place in the world. It just took the shine off for me. I was just like, it's not very legit at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I No, I get that. But... I still play on, hey, on 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 occasion, especially when it comes to I don't know Sundays. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> hey Edwin. Yes. You did mention about phones. Oh yeah, phones. So why don't you tell us the thing? This is becoming like the Edwin show. <laughs> you but have you have a lot to talk lot about to this talk time. About. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, Mac? Okay, so. A couple months, uh, what has it been a month now? Maybe two, no, a couple months. It's been a couple months now. Um, I had to return my phone, um, because it was leased from Sprint. And Sprint is the only company that pretty much just, you know, you can lease a phone out and then return it and get a new phone and then be on your merry way. Well, everybody knows that Sprint is pretty much going away, and anybody who's trying to renew their lease with Sprint are being turned away because they're wanting people to go into T-Mobile. It's basically what happened to me. And I noticed something um, currently, because people are sort of like looking for new phones, especially when it comes to like um, Black Friday deals and that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. so, all, yeah. so I a couple months ago, I bought a new phone because I had to switch carriers. And the phone that I chose was the Fold the um samsung fold z fold 3 right okay. very unique phone right folding screen and all that stuff right mm -hmm. it came i realized this week that every time i pull this phone out someone wants to talk about it because they're either a looking at it for themselves or b it's just a novelty right a very you know it's a very unique phone right so my question is if this is the most unique phone in the market today why aren't these phone makers right they're basically why hasn't the the phone um format has not really changed in the past like 13 years 14 years maybe we were talking about like like um physical keyboards on phones several yeah you know it's like it's the same old thing it's it's a 
a candy bar phone that's all screen with a bunch of cameras on it. And that's about it. Yep. And, but, you know, and we've got companies going the latest and greatest in like Pixel 6 or latest and greatest in, in Samsung S whatever or Apple. Like the Apple 12 and the Apple 13 are pretty much the same phone. Right? But they hype it up as the latest and greatest. It looks like the same exact phone. So, was like is this just like what phones are going to be for now on, and this is the this is basically what phones are. I mean, the thing is, I feel like I have like the most unique phone because it's not the same exact phone that everybody else has. Yeah, maybe. I mean, how do we? How do you feel about that? Like, I don't know. Like, I know like Angela's got. I know Angela's needs to get a new phone i do need to get a new phone and chances are you're gonna go for the candy bar screen thing and that's about it uh, if i could get the one if i could get the one that's got the keyboard on it then yeah but preferably no, chances, chances are i'll end up with a candy bar phone i mean i know you yours folds like a book yeah I know there's that new one, the very expensive one, the one that's trending on like TikTok or whatever. It folds like an actual phone, like a flip phone. Like a flip phone, yeah. But it still has a screen. It's still a foldable screen. Yeah. It's still a screen. It's still a screen. And it's it, a big long screen, but it's still a screen. And I think and I think that one is noticeably smaller. Yeah. It's not a brick. <laughs> oh, mine's a brick. Yeah. Yeah. Um here's a thought. Uh, like, what if, what if, what if all the phones are just trend setting along what Apple, what, whatever Apple produces? Oh, that's always been happening. It's not a so, mistake that everybody's going to candy bar phone ever since the iPhone came out. The iPhone itself is, you know, the format of the iPhone has roughly stayed the same for since like 2006, 2007. And has it? Yeah, and have they gotten like bigger and thinner? Yeah, it's gotten it's it's the funniest thing. It's like it's got smaller, smaller. It also gets bigger, bigger, right? And I think it's like Samsung and Apple sort of playing one off each other because the big form factor came out from Samsung. I still remember like when the when the tab uh, what was it like the the Galaxy tab phone or whatever it was like a seven inch but it had mm -hmm. phone functions mm -hmm. people looked at that it was like that's too big you know <laughs> like that's such a big phone but now it's like it's everywhere it's like now it's so, everywhere, yeah yeah like i just remembered like like samsung went big or even androids went big while apple went small and you know, but the same form, the form factor came from Apple. The size came from Samsung or the other Android makers. Yeah. And I will, I will for surely think probably in this couple of years, Apple will come out with a foldable phone and everyone's going to say, that, you know, like the phone reinvented or something crazy like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, that annoys me right. so bad when you know, do that. Because Apple has done that before. Like they reinvented stuff that already existed. Already existed. It's like 
<laughs> it's like, I roll, sure. But, you know what I mean? It's like, everybody's coming out with a candy bar phone, and that's about it. I will give that's you it. a a woman problem. I knew that phones were changing when those candy bar phones could not fit in in the pocket of my purse that is specifically designed for cell phones and they were they like they were for flip phones really the nokias they were they were specifically designed for that yeah and then all of a sudden i had to buy some android phone and this was when i was like i don't don't know whatever just give me a phone i couldn't i couldn't fit it in those pockets i know what you mean (laughs) like i've I've got this. And little... now it, it's no longer a pocket. It's like a slit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, the the plight of of women. Yeah, this women fashion. I know. It's... Why? Ah. I will. I will write a hundred page essay on why there are dresses missing pockets. Like. I, well, and you you took pants and actually made like yes, proper I, pockets out of them. Yes, I I I was doing that for a while. My, I was extending yes. the pockets. But just... My issue is that she shouldn't have to. No. No, it really. But she was a very have. popular person when she just basically did that and showed everybody. And it's like I want to do that. And the next and, thing you know, you're like making people pockets. <laughs> and make it deepy, deep, like deeper, like man pockets yeah. like they go wee like down like halfway through the I'm leg fitting, i'm fitting like my phone <laughs> my earbuds my keys right in one single pocket and what <laughs> can, can i fit in my jeans maybe coins. a maybe a third of your phone <laughs> oh yeah every time every time it's like my i'm so afraid that my phone would slip out and fall like it like and here i've got like this it, it's I so bad. My, I use the sleeve of my sweatshirt as a pocket for my phone. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I have this um, pouch that I wear on my hip, like because pockets can't hold anything. I wear this pouch on my hip. I have to take the I have to take the 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 bumper off my phone to fit my phone in that pouch, and it'll just fit when I take that off. Just it's just getting phones are are like. Unwieldy. Smaller or bigger, uh, small. Like we uh, have a, we if, have a, fo- we have a charger in one of our cars that's specifically sized for an iPhone. And our phones are just slightly too big. Yeah, our phones are just slightly <laughs> too big. And it's just you know, it, it gets annoying that. Even though, you know, it's just basically the new ladies and grades are either going to get bigger or smaller, bigger or smaller. And like, so, but nothing in terms of the, the form factor at all has changed in the past 14 years until like Samsung said, hey, let's make a foldable. Do you think, <laughs> do you think we will ever reach like a height, like a level of technology where phones are like become like mini projectors. Yeah, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the <laughs> I'm waiting for this expanse communicator thingy. Just with the glass, it's just glass <laughs> with stuff like you know going up and down and like the screens and it's all like full color, but it's like a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. I want to see that, and then it, you can fold it. 
like like collapse mm-hmm. it on a hinge. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like that's what yeah. I wanna see. Like I feel like I feel like everybody's like I feel like everybody's like R and D money has ran out except maybe at Samsung's. <laughs> you know. So so right now do you think Samsung is in the lead of of the new design of Oh yeah. So they're, they're the only ones that maybe Huawei in in China which we can't get here in the United States. Yeah. Um even though Huawei phones I saw I saw those in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Those are really cool looking phones. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, I I go through like people's Instagram like like Asian like people from Asia I scroll through their Instagram and I was like they have such cool gadgets there that I can't get here and I'm like I'm living in the wrong country <laughs> yeah I mean <sighs> I just feel like I just feel like we're sort of stuck but all the other companies are just basically telling us latest and greatest when it's really just like a half like, half a version of a chip of a new chip and saying, yeah well you know i don't know but hey listeners um if you i mean tell me what you think are we just i mean are you bored with what what phone companies have to offer at this point and it's like just the same old same old and they just want want to take your money or do you think it's actually great and you really there are like maybe subtle innovations that are are in these phones that I'm just not seeing, you know, aside from like a new camera. <laughs> <laughs> Let us so, know your thoughts. Uh, you can email us at dungeondiners at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Yep, at gmail.com or go to Legend Creators and, and comment there because I would love to know what what you think. Um, or you can you can tag us on Twitter. We'll give you our Twitter handles later. Yeah. Sweet. And Facebook page. And Facebook page. Sweet. Um, what's going- I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of getting sleepy. Hey, Angela. Yeah. Shall you? Can you tell us a bedtime story? Oh, it's yeah. not really a bedtime story, but a story. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not ready. <laughs> I still have to get like a glass of milk or something. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Alright, this story, we're going to go to a party. We're going to the group uh, Hazy Days, where uh, Zero has been trapped in another world, brought Valentine along with him, along with our friends, uh, oh, darn it, I'm going to blank on his name, but we've got Ducky and... Blanking on his name. The artist... Whose name I can't remember. The arts formerly known as whatever. I can't remember the character's name right now. Anyway, so they, they made their way to this town where Ducky's kind of nemesis is known to live. The one who framed her for an attempted murder in the court of, of her... Basically the lord of the courts that she participated in. Uh... Well, the artist, the sculptor, happens to be friends with the man's uh, wife, made sculptures for her, 
and they loved to gossip. Had, had some great time gossiping. Well, he went to he went to go and gossip with her, and found out she hadn't had any parties in a while, thanks to Lord Rye's paranoia. Uh, it's Rye Stone Castle, I believe, is his name. Well, he'd been paranoid and not allowing parties, not allowing visitors, and acting very strangely. Well, he managed to convince her that a party would be just the thing. Lord Rye had been alienating all kinds of artisans and, and craftsmen from the local guild. So, Lady Stonecastle, of course, thought this was a fantastic idea. So she arranged a party. She did not tell her husband. She just got it arranged. Got all the catering. Got the decorating. Put everything together very quickly to appease the artisans and craftsmen. Well, the parties got started. And Lord Rye Stonecastle, of course, was not too happy, but he did go to attend. And things went sour. The party had arranged to slip him some truth serum in his wine. It was a very strong wine. He did not hold his liquor very well, apparently. And it didn't take much before he was spilling all his secrets, not even realizing he could stop himself because he was inebriated, to say the least. And he spilled everything, all his plots, all his trickery to attempt to gain power within their country and within their continent. And he revealed it in front of all the artisans who became very irate. And he was, and so, Lord Rye Stonecastle was promptly arrested and for his quote-unquote protection brought down to his wine cellar. to await the guards of the court to take him into custody. Well, Valentine was keeping an eye on him, or so it was believed, using a disguise of a, a, uh, a local guard. And while the others were away, he called on something dark and dangerous. And he made a deal, a very simple deal, all this, all this dark person, personas had to do was come and accept Lord Rye Stonecastle, take them away, and they could have them all to himself, as long as they never returned to that location. Well, there was no way that that uh, presence could be summoned to that location again. So it was a very, very lucrative deal for them. And so Lord, Lord Rice Stonecastle, for his scheming and plotting, was taken away, never to be heard from again. The end. <laughs> for now, really. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah, they for found now. they found out that uh, he'd made he'd made some deals with some hags. For the power to uh, take out the uh, the Lord of the Court, 
And uh, yeah, now that party has some hags to to take care of. Ah. Those hags. <laughs> Those hags. <laughs> so, so we have an announcement here, and uh, just wanted to let everybody know that the holidays are coming up. And at the time of this recording, we're like right in the middle of November. Yeah! And there's <laughs> there's Angela's people. And <laughs> the so it gets really, really busy during this time of year, especially for us. Um, especially for Angela. And Angela is uh, my, going to take a break yeah. for the holidays because she's being swamped at yeah, work. Yeah, my, my work is is uh Doing voluntary overtime, and when they say voluntary overtime, holy cow, they really, really need us to do overtime. It really um, means mandatory overtime. It's it's not mandatory. <laughs> I can I can bow out on it, but my crew really needs the help so we don't end up, you know, just drowning in in work. And I just barely caught up with a backlog of my own orders, which I feel really, really bad about. Yeah. But. So- yeah, so for the sake of my own sanity, I need to take a little break from things so I can not go. Yes. Not and end up overwhelmed. Just a reminder. Not going more crazy than. And just a reminder. <laughs> just a reminder. I have to live with Angela. <laughs> so, as a as as a as a as a spouse, I, and an angry Angela. Or a upset, an overwhelmed, or overwhelmed Angela. Angela <laughs> is makes my job <laughs> very, very hard. So overwhelmed, Angela <laughs> is is <clears throat> to put it lightly, not fun to figure out. Yeah. But don't worry because. Pam and I have plans. Uh, we're gonna do a couple of uh, one-off. Uh, uh, I guess you can call them one shots <laughs> uh, to use a, a D and D term. Well, whenever you post the, those, make sure that you state one shots. <laughs> one shots, yeah. Um, and, and and just see how many listeners are actual D and D players. <laughs> exactly. Like, what do they mean? Well, <laughs> yeah. So it's not going to be our normal um, format. We're going to do um, a couple of uh, one shots where um, we're gonna um, have sort of like one whole thing for that show. And this is just what three shows during the holidays. So we're gonna be go. We're gonna go back to the normal format after the holidays with Angela um, at the helm. So. Just a heads up for our listeners out there that we will, and we will always try to make it uh, kind of holiday themed. Yes. Um, we don't know. We're still in the planning stages, so we can't really say too much. Yeah. But uh, that's how it is. We wish Angela all the best, and make sure you take care of yourself, Angela. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, after after the the business quarter i guess is done i will be back and i will be happy to be back yes good and hopefully i survive yeah. anyway. <laughs> anyways <laughs> so i think that's our show 
Yep. Yep. That's our show for episode 62. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, again for listening. I'll miss you all. I hope you miss me, too. Uh, anyway, my name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandacatDragon1. You could also find me on Instagram at PandacatDragon. And you can find me at TCitiesEdwin on Twitter, or you can find me at DIYEdwin, which you can see pictures of me uh, with a teardown of an NES. Um, also, if you completely disagree with me and all the topics that I have discussed, um, <laughs> or you just want to vent on how wrong I am or how I right I am, please comment, like, and subscribe. <laughs> if you want to get a, if you want to get a hold of us through email or through comments, you can email us um, at dungeonliners at gmail.com or you can leave comments on the webpage of legendcreators.com. You can also go and see our page over on Facebook. We still have that page. Um, and that is also the Legend Creators. But thanks everybody again for listening to Dungeons Dinings and Dorks. I think it's past my bedtime. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Wipe, comment, share. Subscribe. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.